What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm recapping, what was it, week five of the NFL season. First game was Rams versus the Seahawks. Seahawks pulled out the victory, 30-29. to Jared Goff went 24-449, 395 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Gurley had two rushing touchdowns. Gerald Everett led the team with seven receptions, 136 yards, zero touchdowns. I don't have a woman crush Wednesday for today's episode. So we'll just repeat and let Margaret Robbie be my woman crush Wednesday again. <laughs> and for uh for Wes Wilson he had a fantastic game. Seventeen for twenty three, two sixty eight, four touchdowns, zero picks. Chris Carson had himself a game. Twenty seven carries, hundred and eighteen yards, four point four average, no rushing touchdowns. Disley had eighty one receiving yards, four receptions. Lockett had an amazing touchdown. Catch, not much yards, 51. I think he got me like 10 or 12 uh, fantasy points. DK Metcalf has been a surprise to me because I thought he was just like a freak. I don't know that he was going to be a productive rookie, but he had two receptions, 44 yards, one touchdown. A blowout game was Eagles versus the Jets. The The guy with the mono, Sam Darnold, is back in the lineup this upcoming week, but he wasn't playing this past weekend, and they lost 31-6. to six. Not even gonna cover the stats on that. It was a blowout. Probably one of my favorite games of the week, the weekend was the Panthers beating the Jaguars. Minshew's legit. He went twenty six for forty four, three seventy four, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Fournette is a workhorse. Twenty three carries, one hundred eight yards, four point seven average per rush, one touchdown. DJ Shark has stepped it up big this year. Eight receptions, one hundred sixty four yards. Two touchdowns. Guy's legit. McCaffrey went, <clears throat> I mean, Kyle Allen went 17 for 30, 181, uh, and one touchdown. McCaffrey's a beast. I got him in the, the with the number six pick in one of my leagues. Uh, 19 carries, 176 yards, and 9.3 average. Two rushing touchdowns. Um, he even, or well, like DJ Moore led them in rece- uh, reception. Six receptions, 91 yards. Uh, but McCaffrey had six receptions, 61 yards, one touchdown. He had a beast-ass game. He got me in the 40s. Uh, Vikings took care of business. I won a bottle. Davila owes me a bottle of proper 12. Uh, they beat the <laughs> Vikings, beat the Giants, 28-10. Cousins went 22 for 27, 306 with two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook went 20, had 21 carries, 132 yards, 6.3 average, no rushing touchdowns. Dillon went off, seven receptions, 130 yards, two touchdowns. Cook also had six receptions, 86 yards. Beast. Then we had the Falcons uh, lose to the Texans, 53-32. to Matt Ryan went 32 for 46, 330, three touchdowns, one interception. Pretty good game for him. Freeman sucks. Freeman went, had 11 carries, 30 yards, 2.7 average. Calvin Ridley has hot and cold games, and he had a hot game, pretty hot game, and I was playing against him. Uh, five receptions, 88 yards, one touchdown. Watson went off. I think he's had the best quarterback performance. Uh, this was like the best quarterback performance first quarter of the season. He went 28 for 33, 426, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. Carl Hyde's pretty solid, pretty solid flex. 21 carries, 60 yards. 2.9 is not, 2.9 average ain't good, but he had one rushing touchdown. Will Fuller went off. 14 receptions, 217 yards, three touchdowns. 
Hopkins had a solid game, seven receptions, eighty-eight yards. Then it was a pretty close, closer than expected game. The Buccaneers uh, and the Saints. Buccaneers lost twenty-four to thirty-one. Jameis Winston has been pretty consistent lately. He went fifteen for twenty-seven, two hundred four, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. They they have a garbage ass running game. Uh, Goodwin had seven receptions, one hundred twenty-five yards, two touchdowns. Guy's a beast. Guy's been the best receiver in that team. <coughs> Bridgewater had a solid ass game. Twenty-six for thirty-four, three fourteen, four touchdowns, one interception. Taysom Hill went one for one for eighteen yards. Alvin Kamara went one for one, thirteen yards. Alvin Kamara went sixteen. He had sixteen carries for sixty-two yards, three point nine average. Michael Thomas had a solid game. Uh, eleven receptions, one hundred eighty-two yard, one hundred and eighty-two yards, two touchdowns. Um, Josh Allen's back. They beat the Titans, which I knew, even though the Titans were favored by three points. Allen went twenty-three for thirty-two, two nineteen. Two touchdowns and one interception. Frank Gore is doing the damn thing. 14 carries, 60 yards, 4.3 average. No touchdowns. Smokey Brown, five receptions, 75 yards. Pretty solid game. Moriota sucked in this game. Henry had solid. 20 carries, 78 yards, 3.9 average, one touchdown. <coughs> and then we had the... Cardinals play against the Bengals. I picked the Bengals to win. The Cardinals um, pulled off the victory 26-23. to 23. Kyler Murray had a pretty good game passing and rushing. No touchdowns, though. No passing touchdowns. He went 20 for 32, 253. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Rushing, 10 carries, 93 yards, 9.3 average. One rushing touchdown. Solid. Heck of solid. And then Dalton, he had an alright game. 27 for 38, 262, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Mixon, Mixon had a solid game. 19 carries, 93 yards, 4.9 average, zero touchdowns. Boyd had himself a game. His first good game of the season so far. Boyd had 10 receptions, 123 yards, uh, one touchdown. And then, of course, the Patriots took care of business. 33 to 7. Brady went 28 for 42 through 348, three touchdowns, one interception. Michelle, pretty good, 21 fantasy points, 16 carries, 91 yards, 5.7 average, one touchdown. Edelman, eight receptions, 110 yards, one touchdown. And <clears throat> I'm, I'm not, I mean, I was pretty surprised in this game, but I was rooting for the Raiders. <laughs> Playing against a div, uh, divisional opponent of the Vikings. I'm a Viking fan, if you guys don't know. Uh, Bears lost 21-24, Chase Daniel, garbage game. They didn't really run the ball a lot, but I had played Robinson. He had a great game, his best game so far this season. Seven receptions, 97 yards, two touchdowns. Derek Carr uh, took care of the ball mainly. Uh, 22 for 32, 229, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Jacobs, Jacobs had a solid game. Uh, over solid game. He had two rushing touchdowns. 26 carries, 123 yards, 4.7 average, two touchdowns. The receivers really didn't stand out. And uh, surprise, surprise, Broncos beat the Chargers 20-13. <clears throat> Flacco went 14 for 20, 182, one touchdown, one interception. I don't know why people are writing off Lindsey, man. That guy's 
pretty solid and consistent. 15 carries, 114 yards, 7.6 average, one touchdown. The guy's had a great season so far. So underrated. Corey Sutton was our leading receiver, four receptions, 92 yards, uh, one touchdown. He's pretty consistent too. Rivers had a trash game. They didn't really run the ball much. Austin Eckler had 15 receptions, 86 yards. He had seven rushing yards. That's about it. And probably my most disappointing game from week five was the Packers losing the Packers beating the Cowboys. 34 to 24. Rodgers went 22 for 34, 238. Aaron Jones had the best running rushing performance this week. 19 carries, 107 yards, 5.6 average. Touchdowns. Aaron Jones also went had seven receptions, seventy five yards, no touchdowns. Great game for that guy, man. Prescott had a garbage game, man. I had that guy in fantasy. Ten, uh, he went twenty seven for forty four, four sixty three good yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Ezekiel Elliott, the hundred million dollar running back, had a pretty average game, twelve carries. 62 yards, 5.2 average is pretty good. One touchdown. You expect more out of your 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 um $100 million back. You know, you expect at least the opposing guy making like 500 grand in, a se- in this season <laughs> had four touchdowns and you only had one. And but the passing game was uh, like like the receivers went off. Amari Cooper 11 receptions, two, 226 yards, one touchdown. Michael Gallup his comeback from the meniscus uh surgery. Seven receptions, 113 yards, one touchdown. Solid, dude. He's in my lineup every damn time going forward because I I, I wanted to see how he's going to do coming back from the injury. Then we had uh, the Colts beat the Chiefs, ran the ball down their throat. Marlon Mack stood out. 29 carries, 132 yards, 4.6 average. No no touchdown. No, no... uh, no rushing touchdowns. Uh, but they ran the ball. Um, their offensive lines, like, they're making gigantic hole, holes for Mack and all their other running backs. Mahomes had a average game. 22 for 39, 321, one touchdown, no interceptions. They didn't really run the ball much. Uh, Pringle stood out. He had six receptions, 103 yards, one touchdown. And then <laughs> I'm thinking over here that the 49ers are for real. Um, but they do play Seattle next. And so we have the 49ers beat the Browns 31-3. Mayfield's worst game, I think, uh, QBR-wise, 8 for 22, 100 yards, 2 interceptions. Chubb, 16, for 80, 16 carries, 87 yards, 5.4 average, no touchdown. Landry, 4 receptions, 75 yards. No touchdowns. Beckham Jr., two receptions, 27 yards. That's trash, man, from the Browns. They're still in, I mean, they're still in the mix. The AFC North sucks this year. I'm going to recap uh, UFC 243. I'm going to recap the main card. Jorgen DiCastro defeated Justin Taffa with the leaning, well, I think it was a leaning left, or I think it was a left hook. Like in the Tafa, it was like a walk, like a Mark Hunt style knockout. Just like knocked him out, walked away. It was a done deal. And then we got Sergey Spivak 
versus Tai defeated Tai Tuivasa. Tai Tuivasa is one of my favorite heavyweights in the all of the UFC. One of my favorite fighters. The guy's so entertaining. Um, so he just got outclassed. Like, um, even though he had like sixty or forty, uh, he had like forty pounds on Spivak. Spivak just like single leg them and just ground and pound and just tied two of us that couldn't handle it. And then Dan Hooker pulled out the the decision victory. The unanimous decision victory over um Dan Hooker beat Ayao Quinta, which moves Dan Hooker up. I think he's should be ranked number five going in there. <coughs> he's back in the mix. So he's on a two-fight win streak. Looking forward to see uh, who he fights next in the top five, hopefully. And then Ergio Arasanye, the stylebender, defeated Robert Whitaker. Second-round knockout. I picked Whitaker to go to win in this fight because I'm a Whitaker fan. And I felt like he was just like a better version of Calvin Gaslam. But it shows how tough Calvin Gaslam is to take Arasanye's, uh kicks and punches and, you know, Still, like, still try to make it a fight. And he made it a great fight. And I feel like Robert Whitaker, like, he looked real desperate in there. Like, he was trying to, like, end the fight quickly. But is tough. And surprisingly, even though he has a reach advantage, he could strike from outside of the pocket. He's pretty good inside of the pocket. Just like John Jones. John Jones, even though he's, like, has one of the 82-inch reach, he still likes to fight inside with, like, nasty little, like, nasty elbows and hooks. And that's how Adesanya uh, ended up knocking out Whitaker with a with a leaning left hook, any Whitaker, and you know, Whitaker's fought like early two thousand eighteen. So like, Adesanya has fought like six times while Whitaker fought once. So, uh, uh, Adesanya was in rhythm. I think he took no more than like three months off, and he was fighting and fighting and fighting and Whitaker. I guess that rust caught up to him. So, I mean, that's the that's what happens sometimes. You know, not for everybody. Like, Dom Cruz comes back and he was, like, tearing it up. Um, but not for everybody. But for Whitaker. So, that'll be nice to see the winner between Darren Till and Calvin Gaslam, which is next month, for the winner of that fight to fight Whitaker if Whitaker's healthy and ready to fight. Because I don't want to see Darren Till jump up to fight for the title not because in a selfish way I want him to fight for the title. Just that I feel like they should take it a little bit easier with him this time around and not rush him too much. Even though he's like, he's legit. And then it doesn't make sense for Gaslam to automatically fight for the bout next. I mean, Borrochina's going to fight for the bout next. He's a Brazilian model savage. He's going to fight Adesanya for the bout next. And I can't wait to see that fight. So we'll see what's next in the 185 division. But... You know, it's looking great. And I'm going to take a break and be back with week six pickums and Michelle Watterson versus Yoani and Jik Chick. That fight card. It's the first card in that new Golden State Warriors uh, arena in San Francisco. So I'll be back with that. And we're back with week six. Uh, first game Thursday night. The Patriots versus the Giants. Even though the Giants are low, key, high key the Patriots Achilles heel. Patriots are uh, the favorites, minus sixteen and a half, and I feel like they're gonna cover that. 
I'll put some money on the Patriots. Cover that all day. Uh, so I picked Patriots to win, and I picked them to cover the spread. Then on Sunday, we have Carolina versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's going to be a close game. It's in London. It's going to be a divisional game, which is our, which are always tough. Um, um, Carolina's the favorite going into it. Uh, one and a half favorite going into it. I'm going to pick Carolina to win. And I'm going to pick them to cover because I love their defense. Kyle Allen's taking care of the ball. Um, he's giving the receivers, um, well, DJ Moore, he's giving them uh, the majority of the, you know, the catches. And then, yeah, McCaffrey, he's taking care of business. Uh, Bengals versus the Ravens. And I'm going to pick the Ravens to win. And they're 10 point favorites. But I don't think they're going to cover the 10 points. They will not cover that. So they're not going to cover that, them points. Everybody on that. And then we got the Seahawks at the Cleveland Browns. Surprisingly, the, the Browns are the favorites, two and a half favorites. Because it's in, because the Vikings, I mean, the Seahawks have to travel, uh, I don't know if it's the east or north. So the Browns are the favorites in this one. I'm picking the Seahawks to win and to uh, cover. And then we got the Texans versus the Chiefs, which I believe should be the game of the week. Uh, Chiefs are eight, eight point favorites. I'm taking the Texans. I'm taking the Texans all day on that. And I'm betting on the Texans. And then we have the Saints versus the Jaguars. It's a pick em. Uh I love Minshew. The guy's a dog. The guy's a savage. Uh, Fournette's running the ball great. DJ Chark is catching everything thrown at him. But I love Bridgewater. I love the Saints. I'm picking the Saints to win. Then we got the Eagles at the... The Vikings. Vikings are three point favorites. And this is gonna be a really close game. Now it's not gonna be close. Vikings are gonna tear it up. They're gonna throw all over that weak ass Philadelphia Eagles secondary. Uh Vikings are gonna cover. They're gonna cover the spread. So bet on the Vikings. Bet a hundred million on the Vikings. Call it Vegas. Then we got the skins. The Redskins at Miami Dolphins is like the worst game they could have ever made. Redskins are three three and a half favorite. Picking the Redskins, that one, but I ain't gonna bet on that game. Then we got the 49ers at the Rams. Rams are four point favorites. Picking the 49ers and betting on the 49ers. That's a game I'll bet on. 49ers are on the chair right now. Uh, who else? We got. Atlanta at Arizona. That's going to be a pretty close game. Uh, Atlanta's a one-point favorite. Probably, I would bet some money on Arizona to win. I bet on them to win for sure. Plus, they have the one point on their side. Then we got the Cowboys at the Jets. There's no line on this one. So, I'll pick the Cowboys to win straight up, even though Sam Darnold's back. Hopefully, he gives Crowder uh, some... Like when Crowder played with Darnold that week one, he had 14, 14 catches for PPR. That's heaven. I mean, that's your eye. You have hearts in your eyes for that. 
Then we got the Titans at the Broncos. Broncos are negative. Uh, Broncos are two and a half favorite going into this. I, uh, picking Broncos to win straight up, but I'm not gonna bet. I I wouldn't bet on that one. Then we have the Steelers versus the Chargers. I'd probably take the Chargers on that one. And oh, well, I think that's a Sunday night. Hopefully they flex it. Even though it's too early to flex, that's not a game that people want to see for Sunday night football. Monday we have Lions at Green Bay Packers. I hope they both lose. Hopefully it's a tie. Packers are six point favorites. It's gonna be a real close game. I wouldn't bet on it. It'd be too close to make a bet. But if I had to pick someone to win, hope the Lions win. Packers are four and one. Don't want them to get any get too ahead of the pack at the moment then we got ufc fights this saturday and we i'm gonna start from the bottom of the main card we have eric anders versus gerald Merchart. i don't know who that guy is he might be a new guy i'm picking anders to win second round tko we got Matt Frivola versus Luis Pena. Luis Pena is one of my favorite. I think he's a bantamweight. He's a big bantamweight. I'm picking Pena to win. Real naked choke, second round. Then we have Cub Swanson. He's a one of the. He's a fan favorite versus Kron Gracie. Kron Gracie is one to no in the UFC. I'm picking Kron Gracie to win. I hope he wins. He's the only Gracie fighting in the UFC and. They're the originators. One of the originators that helped bring the UFC to what it is. Uh, the innovators of jujitsu. Uh, so they took jujitsu from Japan and just implemented it and made it like what it is now. You know, jujitsu started in Japan, and you know they just made it better. Uh, the Brazilians. So shout out to the Brazilians. Main event, we have Joanna Janjicic versus Michelle Watterson. Michelle Watterson's been like in a 2-3 fight win streak. Joanna Janjicic is up and down. Uh, she's fighting at 125-115. That's going to be a tough weight cut for her. Um, they're saying that she might not make weight. Uh, I'm not too sure of the situation. Um, but I'm going to roll with Michelle Watterson to win. I'm going to say a decision victory. It'll be a split decision victory. Very close fight. Two great Women fighters, you know, uh, the best of the best. But I'm picking Michelle to win. Split decision. And, yeah, it's going to be a great weekend. And then USC is going to beat Notre Dame by two touchdowns. That's it for this episode. I'm David. Hopefully you win money over the weekend. And I'm out.